Please listen carefully. Hey, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. I'm Kate Orslan. And I'm Laura Farley. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hey, Kate. Hey, Laura. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. You having a good holiday? I am. All right. How's your holiday been? It's good, but you know what'll make it better? Santa Claus. Some good puns. <laughs> I can't help it. I am a sucker for a pun. I think we both are. I love puntastic things. So that's going to lead me into today's episode which is our standard clause, you know, Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Booklet. So we want to wish everybody a happy holiday season. We hope you're doing wonderfully and everything has been great for you so far. So since yesterday was Christmas and we know that Santa Claus was in town for people, regardless of what their beliefs are, he's probably swung by since he has become non-denominational at this point. Of course. And we hope you didn't receive any coal. Oh, yes. Unless it was the kind that's been... Squished into a diamond, yeah, in which that's... case we hope you received a lot of that. Yeah, exactly. That's where I was trying to go. I was like, how do I say under a lot of pressure so that it's something beautiful now? So today we're going to drop our standard clause booklet, which is the gift that just keeps on giving. Merry Christmas. Happy um, holidays. Next week we're going to review the January 2018 updates to our standard form. So make sure you tune in to hear about those changes that are being implemented. In our classes, we often stress the importance of reading the contract, RTC. RTC. So we hope this will help with your understanding of the documents that you present to your clients for use in their transactions. But for now, let's talk about this standard clause booklet. Let's. So Laura, what is the standard clause booklet exactly? Well, the standard clause booklet is a compilation of short articles and provisions that can be added into any one of our standard forms, depending on what your needs are. Our forms are generally drafted to address the needs of the parties contracting, whether for the sale of a property, a property management agreement, for a rental, basically anything real estate related. However, there are situations in which all the parties want specific additional language. And so to help customize these documents, we've made additional clauses available to be added into those forms. But Kate, why don't we just put these clauses as part of the standard contract? So while these clauses may be helpful in transactions, they aren't generally applicable to the needs of the majority of parties entering the contracts. As a general rule of thumb, the standard form subcommittee will only make changes to the body of a form if they believe that something impacts 90% of the transactions or 90% of our members. Right, our 90-10 rule. Right, so they're trying to have broad impact on the contracts. So the standard clause booklet is where language that doesn't quite reach that threshold gets put, either because we're not sure it's widely needed yet or because we think it's no longer widely needed. Right. Every time I make a form a little bit longer, I get lots and lots of very unhappy emails. People that are, <laughs> that are not so thrilled with me that they, they keep accusing me of being a lawyer. I mean, I am one. Shocking. <laughs> but they don't like it when I'm acting like a lawyer all the time by making right. things more complicated. It can be harder the longer the forms are, the less people want to read them, especially right. the contracting parties. So it can make them agree to something that they're not really actually reading, which again, read the contract, right. please. And so that's why we have the standard clause booklet is so that if something isn't going to be applicable, then it's not needed and so let's leave it out. But one of the examples that I think is a really good example is the agency clauses. So in the standard clause booklet, 
There are clauses for scenarios where the licensee is buying as a principal or where the licensee is selling. So when you as a real estate licensee are either the buyer or the seller, or you have a financial interest in the house that's being bought or sold. These clearly are not gonna apply to all transactions and probably not even a majority of the transactions in Virginia. So instead of having that language in the contract, it's available for use whenever a licensee is selling or buying as a principal to the transaction. Right, and that makes sense. It's not going to be generally applicable, but you need to have that language for when it is. Right. It's common enough. Yeah. Another really good example is the clause for when a contract is contingent upon the sale of a purchaser's real property. It's a scenario that really frequently arises in the context of home sales, Mm -hmm. but it's, again, not applicable to all home sales. So instead of having the language as part of our standard contract and requiring parties to cross out sections of the contract, which can become messy and confusing... It's available to simply add to the contract. An easy addition. Right, exactly. So, Laura, how do I use the standard clause booklet? Well, if the parties to the contract want to add additional language beyond what is already in the standard agreements, first check out that standard clause booklet because there's no need in reinventing the wheel. We hate that. If we can do it for you and you guys don't have to keep redoing it and starting from scratch, that's one of the things that we want to do for you. If there is a clause that addresses your need or your client's need, then just all you have to do is insert it into the contract, either in the additional terms paragraph or on an addendum to the contract. If you use an internet forms provider, then you'll be able to do that electronically and pretty quickly. However, if the language is not available as part of the standard clause booklet, we're going to recommend that you have your client seek the advice of an attorney who can draft language, especially if it's something complicated. And the reason for that is that you don't want to assume the liability. And there's, there's quite a bit of liability around drafting provisions, especially when it can have unintended consequences. And it can also venture into the area of unauthorized practice of law. Kate, you and I both went to law school. We studied for the bar. We, we spent a lot of time and energy and effort. And while I'm always happy to have more lawyers joining our profession, they got to go through the same hoops that we jump through in order to get there. You just never want to be assuming liability that you don't need to. Right. And the other thing I want to remind many of you is that a lot of E&O insurance carriers will only provide coverage for forms and language that's been provided by either a trade association or an attorney. So if you draft your own language, you run the risk of not having coverage if you start drafting those provisions. Your E&O insurance may not cover you in that transaction. That's a really good point. Mm-hmm. In addition, our standard form subcommittee welcomes feedback from members and reviews every suggestion that's submitted. If you find there's a standard cause that you need, uh, you can submit your suggestion for their review by emailing forms at virginiarealtors.org. Right. And so that email address you can find on our website at the top of where all of our forms are located. And they have a standing agenda item called requests from the field that they look at every request that they get. Now, it may not be adopted if it doesn't meet that 90-10 rule, but they'll review it. But they'll review it. They'll consider it. And the more suggestions they receive, it's always helpful to know what's going on right. in the profession. Absolutely. So just a really easy, quick question, Laura. Where can I find the standard clauses? Is it at the North Pole? Unfortunately, it's not. Although then again, if somebody's at the North Pole who's one of our members, they would certainly have access up there. (laughs) Currently, all Virginia Realtors forms, including the standard clause booklet, are on our website and they're available through Instanet and Zip Forms. And if you're using one of those online forms providers, they have clause libraries where you can just basically click on it and insert it. um, But you can also always find them on our website. So most recently, the standard clause booklet was updated in July 2017 when we added a standard clause for counteroffers to be used in the residential sales contract. It allows for the purchaser or seller to document whether he has rejected or countered an offer. 
also provides a blank for the party to fill in a number identifying the counteroffer. The intent behind this was to make it easier to track whether an offer was rejected straight out or whether the party in fact countered and provide a mechanism to more easily track the number of counteroffers, especially when there's been significant back and forth between the buyer and seller. It can get confusing easily, so this clause can be definitely helpful in making sure that everyone understands what they're agreeing to or rejecting. Right, exactly. So, Kate, let's talk about a couple different ways that you can limit your risk. The first is, if you have a question about our standard clause booklet, make sure to reach out to over the legal hotline, which is available to all members of Virginia Realtors through our website. You can also submit recommendations for the standard clause booklet, again, to forms at virginiarealtors.org. Our standard form subcommittee is going to review all of those submissions, and we update our standard clause booklet and all of our forms as needed. They're released in January and July, but we update them whenever they're needed. And don't draft language for legal contracts by yourself. If your client wants to add language to any form, make sure the language is drafted and or reviewed by an attorney who represents your client. Thank you for joining us. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes and rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the legal tab on the four members section. Make sure you are logged in to see this page. Thanks so much. Bye. All of the members of this podcast are attorneys. The legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is a general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability and damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of a competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2017. This podcast features the song, Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.